welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silwan here with you on a Friday. Getting ready to head home from the great state of Mississippi to my state of Indiana where mama and the rest of the kids wait. This week we've been talking a lot about bureaucracies, ugly things. I want to end the week talking about a happy thing, a peaceful thing, a thing that we all need to be more focused on and make part of our daily habits. And what is that? It is prayer. My lesson for you on this Friday and there's a pretty good chance if you're like me, you're listening and you feel this way right now. <laughs> you don't really feel like praying. But you know what? The absolute best time to pray is when you don't feel like it. The best time to pray is when you don't feel like it. That's where habits are built. That is when you learn to truly, truly listen to God. Now, from one of my favorite books, a collection of writings from Russian Christians, a treasury of Russian spirituality from the great John of Kronstadt, Kronstadt, place in Russia. It's got a selection here called Perseverance in Prayer that I want to share with you because the best time to pray is when you don't feel like it. It is said that we soon grow weary of praying. Wherefore? Why? Because we do not vividly represent to ourselves the Lord who is at our right hand. Look upon him unceasingly with the eyes of your heart. And then even if you stand praying all night, you will not grow weary. I love that. We forget God is right there. It's like we're waiting for inspiration or waiting for something bad to happen or good to happen or something to need. And we forget that the reason you pray is to be near to God. And God is right next to you. If you will only turn to him and look, he goes on. What do I say? All night? you will be able to stand this praying two and three nights without growing weary. Remember the stylites. They are those in ancient days, by the way, my listeners who would literally stand on the top of pillars, stylites, to pray. They stood for many years in a prayerful disposition of soul on pillars or columns and mastered their flesh, which was the same as yours and which was also inclined to slothfulness. And you feel oppressed by a few hours public prayers, even by one hour's prayers. I think we underestimate, don't we, the power of prayer? We minimize God. We minimize the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the Christ said he would send to us. We minimize it. Praying becomes this check in the box thing. Oh, going to bed, better pray. Oh, something bad happened, better pray. Oh, I need something, better pray. And I think when we do that, we underestimate the true power that is out there. That when you are filled with God, when you are filled with God, all of a sudden, you find a strength that you didn't even know existed now, here we're, we're getting to the money quotes here, the money quotes on prayer, when you don't feel like it. People say that if you feel no inclination to pray, it is better not to pray. But this is crafty, carnal sophistry. Oh, I love how he said that. Basically, what he's saying is, if you don't feel like praying and someone says, well, it's better not to, liar, as we might say, liar, liar, pants on fire. But he's much more eloquent than I am. He calls it crafty, carnal sophistry. If you only pray when you are inclined to, you will completely cease praying 
See, I love that. When you only pray when you feel like it, typically what that means is you only feel like it because your flesh feels like it. Either your flesh feels like, oh, everything's good. I'm going to tell God about it or everything's bad. I need something. And it's your flesh. But we are told to fight against the flesh. As he quotes from scripture, the kingdom of heaven, heaven suffereth violence. You will not be able to work out your salvation without forcing yourself. Now, some of you listening just heard the word work. Don't get distracted. Anyone that says Christian faith isn't work is a liar. Grace may be free, but being Christian is work. Being good is work. Living the way we're supposed to, drawing closer to God, it's work. Anyone that says otherwise is like a record that just repeats on the same thing. And they focus the entire Bible down to like one verse. You know, you are saved by grace, not of faith. Well, of course you are. But you can't read the New Testament and don't think you ain't got to work to draw closer to God. And ultimately, that is what salvation is, isn't it? It is more than just being forgiven. It is drawing close to God. And drawing close to God takes work, takes grace, takes work. Our heart daily dies spiritually. That's what happens. If you don't pray daily... If you don't draw close and come to God daily, what happens to us? Our heart, our spiritual heart dies. As John Croissant says, only ardent, tearful prayer quickens it and makes it begin to breathe again. If we do not daily pray with sufficient spiritual fervor, we may easily and speedily die spiritually. Pray, my friends, and pray hard, and pray when you don't feel like it. Pray when you think you don't need it. Learn to pray from the heart. When you look in the mirror and you know you've fallen short, and you know the only thing that can pick you up is God, when you know the example that you need to follow is Christ, and you're embarrassed to say what is in your heart, say it and fall down to your knees and cry, because that's exactly where God wants you to be. And when you make prayer a habit, not only, not only will your days fly by, not only will you feel like you're able to do things that you didn't think you could do, you will be tasting heaven. As I talked about yesterday, what's heaven going to be like? I know one thing it's going to be like, you're going to be in the presence of God. You're going to feel that strength. You're going to feel that peace. Now we can't totally and completely feel that until we're there, but here on earth, alive in our faith, you can sure have glimpses of it. You can sure have moments of it. And it begins by making prayer a habit, doing it every day, even when you don't feel like it. And if all you can do is go to a quiet place and get down on your knees and listen, we'll do that. And if all you can do is go to a noisy place and get down on your knees and listen, then do that. And if you do that, I promise that you will find peace, my friend. So until next time, I want you to aim high. And how are you going to do that? You're going to do that by praying when you don't feel like it. You're going to spread your wings because when you're able to do that, it's not going to be you that's trying to fly. It's going to be God and the Spirit of God. And then, as we talked about yesterday, the kind of life that you want to lead, the kind of freedom that you want to have, you will be able to keep your eyes on the things that matter. And 
in the midst of all that prayer, especially when you don't feel like it, you know what you're going to find? You are going to find peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.